This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Roy, for Lou, and then I have a question. I think I should be able to ask one, don't you guys? It'll be serious. Very serious. Roy, for Lou, please. I'll do a serious one, too. Yeah. Please do, Roy. All right, I will. No, I'm not doing that. No. No, 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 I, no I'm Trump standing because I can't see him. We'll die. <laughs> Lou, when you were 40 years old, what was the biggest struggle that you had to wrestle with to overcome in your public life and ministry? Well, I didn't have a public ministry until I was about 47. Uh, So when you turn 50... (laughs) Say the question again. When you were... When you turn 50... 38... Can I get 42 here? No. When, when you turn 40, let me just, uh, we'll, we'll get out of the public ministry. When you turn 40, what was your greatest struggle that you wrestled with, with your relationship with Jesus? I think uh, it's a great question. It's a very personal question. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the the greatest. There's two greatest. I don't know if I'll talk about the second, <laughs> but I'll talk about the first. I think it, the challenge the challenge was to know that I had an anointing from God, and yet I was not um, released f- fully to manifest that, and people would come to me. And talk to me about you should you should be preaching more. You should do this, do this. And I had this inward wrestling. I want to thank God for my pastor Cheon, who had the wisdom to bring me up with wisdom, and not just put me out there until I could uh, I would blow up. And um, and and Che believed in me, but. I knew I knew I carried some kind of anointing, but but to stay under the yoke was a great challenge. Here in the latter rain, there's a guy that had a vision. I think this is really critical, and I, I appreciate what Bill said today because this Bill's is, is a balance, and that is that is this: we want to loose people into their anointings. You know what you said today was profound, and yet there's also the wisdom of. Uh, 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 of uh, what, what do you call it the the harness of the Lord and during the latter rain there was a vision given to a man named Bill Bright and uh, not Bill Bright Bill Britton and in this vision there were two horses running free in the green pastures and they were caught and brought into a corral and there they were being harnessed and uh, trained. And one horse said to the other horse, I'm out of here. Forget it. I- I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go to the green pastures. And leaped over the fence and ran to the green pastures. Came back some time later. And the horse, his friend Horace, was harnessed. And, uh, and he said, why don't you come and join me with the green pastures? Man, the rivers are flowing. It's freedom. And in the and the, the horse just remained harnessed, uh, 
And then a, a famine hit the land. And sometime later, the horse came back skinny and famished. And he saw his friends sleek and strong, carrying the king's carriage. And he realized that he had not, had not received the harness of the Lord. I think that's really critical. The days of revival coming that young men, young women, even older guys need. There's a place for the harness. I didn't, rele- I didn't get released until I was 47 years old. And I think sometimes we're so eager to rush into a stage. Let God give you the stage before you take it. And then... I've just had a battle in my life. A lifelong battle. And the challenge to remain above the accuser of the brethren has been so so powerful and so strong. And, uh, and I thank Benny for sharing this because I feel... you. I mean, I feel that the more I go on in the grace of God and the anointing, I feel the battle raging more in my life. Pray for your leaders. Don't accuse them. Uh, Pray for me. I'm asking that these sweet people pray for all three of us. Because we need to pray one for another. It's so precious what you said. And Lou, I promise you I will be praying for you now. Daily. And you promise to pray for me. I tell people... When I talk about Benny Hinn, I said, you, you may not know Benny Hinn, but Benny Hinn is a deep man of prayer. Thank you. And Bill, you too, I promise you. Promise you. Daily, all the two of you will be in my heart. Daily, I'll pray for both of you. You know, I was just telling Michael, I said, I'm really loving this because I didn't know if I'm going to enjoy this at all today. That's why I'm sitting here. I'm keeping him comfortable. You gotta understand, I've never done this before. Yeah. Oh, I, panels my, and me, I'm not friends. I, my original questions were. Uh, but, one, but 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 I, but I did say ahead. how much I'm enjoying it. You did. And he said, "Yeah." He said because we're in the same stream. Yeah. And I love that. So thank you, Michael, for putting this oh, together. I think we're all overjoyed and privileged to be in the room, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. 
think our children are going to think back on this day. It'd be like saying I was on a, I watched a panel with uh, Wigglesworth and one of the Jeffrey brothers and Lester Sumrall or something. It's really a joy to be here, isn't it? It's a privilege. So here's my question. Lou, I'll start with you, then we'll go to Bill and then Bubba. Um, if you had one thing to say to, you, to those you love and your family, one last thing to say to them, what would you say? I think I would say, forgive me where I've, I've not fully been on the representation of the father that I've wanted to be. And by the way, I've been a good father. <laughs> I've got good kids. And I'd say, but, but know this, you're the sons and daughters of God Dream the biggest dream and live an extraordinary life. You know, I, I think I would just tell them, don't forget to enjoy God and enjoy life. The question you asked <laughs> is a very difficult one to answer because we want to say something that people will remember. And here's what I want to say. Jesus in the flesh was not enough. Without the Holy Spirit, he was limited. Limited not only in being in one place at one time, even the things he said, they did not understand. The miracles he performed did not change the hearts of men. Everything changed when the Holy Ghost came. And when the Holy Spirit came, the change took place in the hearts of these apostles and disciples. Without the Holy Spirit, when the blessed Son of God, our sweet Redeemer, hung on the cross, they all forsook him. Without the Holy Spirit, they questioned whether he was the Messiah. Without the Holy Spirit, after he rose from the dead, some doubted if this is really Jesus standing there. But when the Holy Spirit came, everything changed. And my one piece of counsel is this. It's not by might and not by power but by my spirit. 
Because when Jesus stilled the storm, that was power. When he raised Lazarus from the dead, that was power. When he walked on water, that's might. But the Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Without the Holy Spirit, the Lord himself cannot touch your life. If they could not do it without the Holy Ghost, you cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit today more than ever. Our grandchildren are going to need the Holy Spirit in their time quite badly because of the influence today out there. The evil influence attacking our families. My heart goes out to Michael and Jessica. 20 years from now, I pray I'll be gone. <laughs> I don't want to stick around waiting to die. I pray the Lord will give me an extension of life for a few years, but I don't want to sit in some old folk home waiting right. to go. So you're going to keep us around the bed a while then. I don't want to keep you around my bed. Well, this is the last thing you're going to tell us, remember? <laughs> so we're going, thing, we're going to have a service. The last service. thing I'm going to tell you, the last thing I'm going to tell you is... We're going to have a service. It's what I'm telling you now. It's not by might nor by power. But by my spirit, said the Lord. And that's all I have to say to you. Why doesn't everyone stand? I'm going to ask my father-in-law to lead in prayer. And for these fathers to agree. And Bub, as you pray to release a new, a new wave of the Holy Spirit into this generation, into America and the nations. Go ahead, Bubba. Can I ask Bill to pray? Before I pray. You can do whatever you and want. And I want Lou to pray before I pray. Because each one of them has an anointing to release. So, dear Bill, please. I'll pray first. So that the Holy Spirit guys can... <laughs> John the Baptist, you know, we haven't even gotten in yet. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's just open our hearts. Lord, you promised me. You promised all that historic revival and third great awakening in America. We call it forth out of this meeting. Pour out your spirit on our sons and daughters. Shake this nation. Turn her now from the inner cities. God, we call upon you. Pour out your spirit as you promised. In Jesus' name, God. Hosea 3.5 says, in the last days, they'll fear God because of his goodness. Father, I ask that you would give us a fresh baptism in the goodness of God. That we ourselves would be so overwhelmed with your kindness that nothing outside of your kingdom would ever appeal to us again. Let us see. Let us taste. Let us become intoxicated. By your goodness. Thank you. To get daily t-
teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.